0: This is DJ Dr. Chris.
1: And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today, I'll be talking about type three diabetes. And I'm gonna be sticking to my pregnancy kick and we're gonna be talking about help syndrome. And after that, I'll
0: pop open a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready?
1: I mean, I'm ready to pop open a bottle, but I <laughs> have a couple more weeks to wait. Yeah.
0: All right. All right, I mean, you're ready to pop too, it seems like.
1: Oh, I don't think you're supposed to say that
0: to a pregnant lady. pop. there's a lot of things that you're not supposed to say to a pregnant lady, uh, which reminds me of something kind of funny from this past weekend when we went out to uh, Rocco's Tacos and uh, uh-huh. you ordered a, uh, a no alcohol margarita. Was that what you ordered?
1: It was a non-alcoholic mango mojito.
0: But he didn't hear the no alcohol part. He
1: sure and
0: didn't. He, <laughs> he brought you an alcohol one, and and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I thought you might be pregnant. I could totally tell." He was like in that situation where he's like, "She's pregnant. I shouldn't be serving her alcohol, but you should never <laughs> ask someone if she's pregnant." <laughs>
1: you never assume that's yes. that's correct so he did the right thing yeah and my face when I tasted that drink y'all it was a mess I was like oh oh I hadn't had this in a long time and I still can't have it so I was like sir is there alcohol in this drink and he was like yeah and I was like <laughs> oh no I'm pregnant
0: it was just a little sip though I'm sure i gonna be fine
1: I'm sure so, she'll be fine
0: yeah Um, All right. So uh, help syndrome is what you want to talk about. I've never even heard of this one. So enlighten me.
1: So, of course, you know, y'all, this series is about over. Like I said, we got six to eight more weeks. She's measuring two weeks ahead. The doctors may take her early, just depending. So just keep us in your prayers. But with help syndrome, it is a series of symptoms that make up a syndrome that can affect pregnant women. HELP syndrome is thought to be a variant of preeclampsia. So we've discussed preeclampsia earlier, but it may be an, ent- an entity all on its own. Um, there are many questions about HELP syndrome. The cause is still unclear and many doctors often misdiagnose it because um, a lot of them just kind of group it in with preeclampsia, it's believed that help syndrome affects 0.2 to 0.6% of all pregnancies. So you may ask, what does HELP stand for? So HELP is actually spelt H-E-L-L-P and the H stands for hemolysis, which is the breakdown of red blood cells. The EL stands for elevated liver enzymes, which does what your liver functions. And the LP stands for low platelet counts which, um, the platelets help with the blood clotting mm. kind of, it's kind of nerve wracking, you know, cause you don't know, have all that stuff going on with my iron and all that stuff. So pretty much as long as they monitor you, but help syndrome just kind of comes out of nowhere. It's not like the doctors like miss it. Like it just pops. It can happen before pregnancy or after you give birth. Um, so some of the symptoms are Headaches, nausea and vomiting that continues to get worse, right, upper right, abdominal pain or tenderness, fatigue. I feel like I have that all the time. Um, my abdominal pain is because Elizabeth keeps kicking me in my, my ribs and it does not <laughs> feel good. Um, some other symptoms may include visual disturbances, high blood pressure, protein in the urine, swelling, and bleeding. How is this diagnosed? Okay. So, HELP syndrome can mimic many other conditions like we talked about. Um, You do a series series of blood tests, which liver function. And then in the third trimester, you also, like, I think every time you go to the doctor, they test your pee for protein and stuff in your urine, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, But, yeah, they should definitely focus on everything with the blood tests and the urine samples in the third trimester, because that's usually when it occurs. Um, it may also occur 48 hours after delivery, like I said, and symptoms may take up to seven days to be evident. Mm. So what can you do? How is it treated? Bed rest and admission into a medical facility to be closely monitored steroids. Cause it helps. This is why you're pregnant. Steroids helps develop the baby's lungs a little faster. A lot of, of the doctors use, um, it's called Celestone. It's a corticosteroid. steroid. They give you the injection while you're pregnant. And then that way it helps the baby's lungs develop. Uh, magnesium, which helps prevent seizures. A blood transfusion, if your platelet count gets too low. Blood pressure medication, and of course, fetal monitoring. Um, so what causes HELP syndrome? like I said before, they don't know, but there's, they have a, I guess, like a little chart that they've been researching. It's usually associated with preeclampsia or pregnancy-induced hypertension. If you have health syndrome in the past, there's a 19 to 27% chance that it will reoccur each pregnancy, which is kind of nerve wracking. And then women over the age of 25, Caucasians. And if you have given birth more than two times.
0: Hmm. Um, do they give vitamin K for it ever? Isn't that because it sounds like it's um, it thins your blood significantly, right? It causes bleeding. You get the low platelets. It's not count. the
1: it's the platelets, the clotting factor of it.
0: Right, and isn't, doesn't vitamin K help with clotting? I
1: don't think they give it for this because um, it didn't say that.
0: I mean, let me check my facts. Make sure I got that right. I'm pretty sure that's one of the things vitamin K does.
1: Vitamin K does help with clotting because, like, when babies are born, that's the first thing they do is they give them a vitamin K shot, their Hep B shot, and they give them erythromycin over their eyes to help any like infections or bacteria that they may have contacted as they come across the vaginal canal.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that's good to good information. I never heard of this one. Help syndrome. Hemolysis and what was hemolysis again? It's a breakdown of blood cells. Yes. And then the low platelet counts, which kind of goes along with that and then elevated liver enzymes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like a lot of things elevate liver enzymes. Like this it's podcast
1: our <laughs> drinking game that we do. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> which uh, I, I just did a video on electrolytes and alcohol. I was kind of thinking about doing that topic, but maybe I'll say that for next week. Save
1: that for next week.
0: Okay. All right. Um,
1: so are you experiencing this? No. Okay. I just thought it was kind of cool because I'm always got a hypochondriac and I'm like, oh, what if this happens to me after I deliver the baby? Oh, I have eight more weeks. So it could happen at the end of the trimester. Oh, I'm always tired. Everything happens to me, apparently, because I'm like I said, I'm a hypochondriac. But nope, this Elizabeth's doing just fine. We went to the doctor. Y- y'all, she's five pounds, five ounces. She a big girl and we have a ways to go. I got to see her cute little face. Oh my gosh. Yes. Y'all we did a 4d, 3d, 4d ultrasound. Her little nose. She is just, I mean, I'm biased because I'm her mama, but I just think she's the cutest little thing. I'm sure she's going to be gorgeous. I can't wait to meet her. I can't wait for y'all to meet her.
0: I know, I we'll definitely so like, post
1: something while I'm in the hospital and that way, when she comes, I'll post it on the Instagram page. Um, so excited, which, by the way, do you want to tell them what we just started?
0: Yeah, I was just going to mention that. I think it's a perfect time. We now are official and have a website. So it's bottlespodcast.com. Go on there. Uh, yes, and it's a, I'm proud of it. I built it myself. Um, it's got a little bio on the two of us. It's got uh, a place where you can contact us directly. So you can email us if you want to want to talk about any specific topics. Uh, you can obviously there's links to the podcast and I even put in a, what I call the nine point checklist, like nine tips to live a long, healthy life. That's a free download. Cool. Well, anything else on, uh, on help?
1: No, I think we pretty much hit all the bases. If y'all have questions, like I said, go to our website, we can finally say that, or go to Instagram, send me a DM. Chris and I check it pretty much every single day. So if you have anything you want to hear us talk about, are you sick of hearing about my pregnancy? Just let me know. I mean, my sister made a comment and said, Oh no, it wasn't my sister. I'm not going to blame Bethany. Lance Lance made a comment. Who's a friend of ours and said, he's sick of hearing <laughs> about the pregnancy. I told him he has to he's, hear about it for about he's eight probably the only person. Afterwards.
0: That, he's probably the only person I can think of that actually would tell you that.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: OK, so in the rehab corner, we're talking about type three diabetes. OK, this is a new and not exactly accepted term. Uh, and it refers nope. to have you. Have you heard of it before about type three? diabetes. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I'm yeah. like
1: mm, that's. Mm.
0: <laughs> you sound skeptical.
1: I probably have type three diabetes, too.
0: No, you don't. Because uh, type three diabetes <laughs> is Alzheimer's disease. It's just another term for Alzheimer's. So I can't the,
1: remember shit.
0: Come on now. <laughs> no, that's, that's just pregnancy. Brain. That's pregnancy, that's fatigue, that's all that stuff. So <laughs> you know, this has been like there's always been a strong correlation between diabetes and then later in life developing Alzheimer's is well documented. Um, so this is a term's kind of being thrown around and they're starting to kind of understand the, the relationship. So Uh, Quick reminders, diabetes is um, directly uh, influenced by insulin. So you either have not enough insulin or you have too much insulin. Uh, If you don't have enough, it's type one and you have to take insulin. And then type two um, is too much. That's something that develops through lifestyle. So a lifelong um, diet of high carbohydrates, lots of sugars, um basically the standard american diet will tend to lead to insulin resistance which turns in insulin resistance basically is diabetes or the precursor to diabetes so anyways um what happens is your cells all your cells in your body including all your brain cells and nerves and everything, they all have receptors for insulin insulin has a role and, and is probably the most important and most impactful hormone in the body and if you're constantly eating sugar and not just sugar, carbohydrates, glucose, high, higher than average in carbohydrate world. Your body is going to be constantly trying to deal with all those carbs by secreting insulin because that, you know, gets it out of the bloodstream, pushes it into cells. Over time, it's kind of like coffee. If you drink a cup of coffee every day, then suddenly you need two cups and three cups. So you become like coffee insensitive. That's kind of what happens in the cells. <clears throat> so then you become insulin resistant, and then the pancreas has to work over time. There's a lot of nasty things that occur from that. So what happens in the brain? So the, the sort of longstanding understanding of Alzheimer's that plaques develop in the brain and that's what leads to Alzheimer's, just like plaques develop in the arteries. So the plaques in patients with Alzheimer's are formed in the space between the nerves of the brain, not inside the nerves. Um, and those, those plaques are made of a protein called amyloid beta protein. It's a sticky protein. I actually talked about this protein uh, many episodes back but, uh, with sleep apnea because sleep apnea um, can also cause this development of amyloid beta, uh, plaques, which leads to Alzheimer's. So there's multiple causes, let's say that, or, or things that are, um, can stack upon each other. So anyways, if you have an overabundance of insulin, it causes the nerves to l- release the amyloid beta protein that's inside the nerve out of the nerve and into the space between the nerves and the brain so that's what we think may be the underlying mechanism the other thing too is insulin it will cause you to get fat actually Um, it's a builder that's that's its main it's got lots and lots of roles in the body but one of its main roles is it's like an anabolic uh, steroid it builds things and one of the things it does build is fat cells in fact, diabetics that inject into their abdomen, they get like a uh, hyperplasia where they will get like, you know, basically looks like a ball of fat right at their injection site, just from the insulin. Uh, and then what's interesting about fat cells is they're almost like endocrine organs. They actually secrete cytokines, which is basically a chemical that signals inflammation. So as you gain weight, you, you basically became, become chronically and systemically inflamed and especially in the gut region and all that inflammation can travel up towards the brain through your vagus nerve so if you're diabetic you're going to tend to be overweight and overweight tends to be sort of chronically systemically inflamed and that can also travel to the brain and cause inflammation in the brain which probably is another confounding factor in alzheimer's so if you have these symptoms you probably want to talk to a physician Uh, and maybe think about or talk to a physician about doing a low-carb, high-fat diet. Um, There's also tests you can do. Um, I I do have an affiliate account with a company called Let's Get Checked. They can send you to your house an A1C test. Um, And if you use the code DP20, you get 20% off that. Uh, But that's a really good test to give you an idea of where you stand in terms of your um, sugar levels if you're diabetic or pre-diabetic.
1: Well, that's a lot of information. Yeah, hopefully it wasn't Um, too much. No, because the thing is, like, I used to work for a neurologist, and he always said that you can't diagnose Alzheimer's until after the person is dead. You can say they have dementia, which we can clearly see because of, like, different forgetfulness, like you said, Mm -hmm. um, behavior changes, like they have mood swings because they can't always remember. Sometimes they get really angry. But, like, until you can actually take the brain and dissect it, which would be like an, opto- an autopsy, you can't just be like, oh, they have this, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah, I wonder if that's still the case. I'm not sure if there's new imaging studies they can do, because I, I believe you can see in a CT scan of the brain, I believe you can see those plaques. Uh, I might be wrong.
1: No, 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 no. MRI, CTs, you can see plaques on the brain. That but it's not can't... enough
0: to say this is Alzheimer's. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's a type of dementia. It accounts for about 80% of all dementia is Alzheimer's. There's mm-hmm. vascular dementia. There's also a correlation between vascular dementia and insulin resistance because insulin has a direct effect on the blood vessels. So insulin normally will uh, stimulate nitric oxide release, which makes your uh, vessels dilate. But as your blood vessels become resistant, that stops happening. And then you get a high blood pressure situation. And that's one of the things that causes vascular dementia. So I mean, bottom line is if you have a high carb diet for your whole life and you become insulin resistant, it's it's a slow, steady killer, unfortunately.
1: Oh, well, either way, that we pretty much just live a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I think you everyone, shouldn't be
1: drinking so much.
0: Well, yeah, you know, I think everyone's different. I have found for myself everyone's in particular, different. right. I don't do well with carbs. I actually was born hypoglycemic, which I think for me meant I have sort of an overactive pancreas, meaning I have an excessive insulin spike with any carbs. So I was always like, if I had maple syrup on my pancakes, I had to lay down, I'd be exhausted. I just, it would just crush me. And so to this day, I'm, you know, basically low to zero carb, and I do so much better. So, you know, that's my personal situation. I'm sure everyone's very different.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I tell patients all the time, your genetic makeup is different. So I can't give you a black and white answer. Right. But this is what normally happens.
0: Right? Well, that's all I had on that. So oh, um, I will actually I will say one thing too, if you are overweight, and you have high blood pressure, There's a fair, very good chance that you have insulin resistance. So if you have those two things, yeah, because you can be overweight and not have high blood pressure, blood pressure, and vice versa. But if you have those two things, that's that's a pretty good indication. You should probably get checked out.
1: Always consult your doctor. I say that every time. Mm -hmm. Just ask him. It doesn't hurt to ask.
0: That's right. So, Doctor Breen. I'm
1: ready to (laughs) drink.
0: (laughs) Me too. All right, popping pop, um, pop mine over
1: this water bottle over here.
0: All right, I got another scout and seller wine popping open. It's a rose. This is a uh, tip of my hat to Mike. Mike, uh, <laughs> Mike Stevens loves uh, the rose. So this is his dove. wife
1: does too. We just can't have it right now. Well, I guess he could have it. Well, it I'm, wouldn't gonna,
0: be free. I'm gonna try this one. I haven't tried this rose yet. It's called Dove Hunt Dog. Um, we'll give this a shot. If I like it, I'll bring it over after uh, Elizabeth is born. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's tasty. Yes, this is a good one. And it's tasty.
1: My water is from the faucet at our home, so nice. it tastes good. It's cold and it's keeping me hydrated. There you go. <laughs> that good. That good Florida water. <laughs> that good Florida. Well, actually, we have reverse osmosis in our house because the Florida water is not really that good. I grew up in South Carolina, as y'all know, and our water up there is so tasty we got that mountain water
0: yeah this is uh the sulfur rotten egg kind of water so i too now have reverse osmosis i didn't for a while and it was misery so if you ever moved to florida and you live in an area where you're on well water get reverse osmosis it's a must okay so uh what do you want to do first you want to hear my good news you want to see that for later
1: No, I like to end it on good news. So let's do questions.
0: All right. I believe I am. All
1: right. So Dr. Chris, what is the only type of cheese that is actually made backwards?
0: Mm. Cheese. This is my department too. Actually made backwards. So instead from milk to cheese, cheese to milk? No. This is going to be some like pun or something stupid, isn't it?
1: Mm Mm-mm. Is it Gouda, cheddar, mozzarella? Edam. It's Edam. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I didn't even know what Edam was. Yeah,
0: it's it's a cheese. I think it's from uh, It's similar to Gruyere. It's probably from Switzerland. Yeah. As as so I it's I a like,
1: useless fact that he knows. Who the hell knows that you made backwards? What the hell? I told ever? you that's my
0: department. Yeah, made Edam. I just tacos. eat it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Next. I'm impressed question.
0: myself on that one.
1: Right, <laughs> on. Prunes were once what kind of fruit? Grapes. Uh, yeah. Grapes.
0: And. That's raisins. Something of raisins. Okay. Yes. Prune you know Dates. And. Oh, isn't it like a pear. And.
1: And.
0: Um
1: you already got three that's wrong uh, all, right. I'm, all right what is it it's a plum oh i knew that you knew it <laughs>
0: i would have got there eventually
1: this one i don't even know but how long is a fourth fortnight uh 11 days
0: or 14 days two weeks right two weeks
1: like i said i don't know this
0: god my son plays that game all the time uh I want to say it's two weeks, four score and seven days ago. Oh, I feel like that was in one of Lincoln's speeches, wasn't
1: it? Fortnite?
0: No, I'm thinking of four score. Um, I want to say two weeks.
1: How many days is that? 14. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Nice. Two for three. Two for three. We can do one more because I'm in a good mood tonight.
0: Right. Let's do it.
1: You should know this. What is the full form of the medical procedure CPR?
0: Cardiopulmonary resuscitation.
1: Good job, Dr. Chris. That was too easy. But well, yeah, I, I paused. Like, I was like, I better get this right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, good. Fun, you did pretty good on fact, questions today.
0: Thank you. Fun fact: well, I heard this from a CPR instructor. I'm not hundred percent this is true, but Apparently they're not allowed to show on television the correct way to do CPR. Like if you're I mean, I always bring up the example of Baywatch because they're always doing CPR back in the day and Baywatch. There's bending the elbows, horrible form. Because uh, they'd rather show you how to not do it and not get sued than teach you how to do it right.
1: (laughs) I can see that though, because it's like okay, well, I saw how to do CPR on Baywatch, so I just figured I could do it. They taught us. They said this was correct. Somebody out there would do that.
0: Yeah, but like kind of the same thing could happen, right? You could be like, well, this is what I saw on Baywatch, the wrong
1: way to do it, and the person died. <laughs> you know? And literally, I would be like, you watched Baywatch to learn I, how to I do just, CPR. Yeah, that's a, strange, a fictional just, show. Just, that just
0: shows how litigious our society is and how ridiculous it can be that is
1: crazy yeah. all right so let's talk about restaurants
0: okay i'll go first uh i've got one in fort lauderdale my buddy chris chris cash shout out to you he's actually johnny cash's cousin uh cool dude he him his wife uh, norma took my wife and i to this place called southport raw bar it's right on like uh like an access point to the bay or intercoastal over there so you're sitting around the water. seeing see all these boats come in. It's really cool, cool locations. A bit of a dive. Well, dives, I mean, it's nice, but it's not like a fine dining by any means. It's a fun Florida spot. Uh, and they have this peel and eat shrimp that is just amazing. It's so it's like, it's different from your average peel and eat. It's um, like in this almost soup of this uh, old base seasoning and oil and butter. And I don't even know what, but it's amazing. I've tried to recreate this at home so many times and it's uh it's so good i don't i don't even take the shells off i just eat the whole shrimp tail and all <laughs> it's delicious Ew. that's good for you no no,
1: no, no.
0: <laughs> so but that's the, my the spot
1: restaurant sounds amazing i just yeah. put the shell off the shrimp
0: yeah well i took it off a few times but sometimes I'm like i just i can't wait to shove it in
1: <laughs> patience my friend <laughs> what, one thing i don't have a lot of well i'm still in naples um cute little brunch spot because you know how much pretty much i love brunch at this point because it's the only thing i can do it's called jane's garden cafe it's on third street south it's in naples florida of course it is breakfast brunch and lunch so it's a it closes not for dinner which i kind of like but the reason why i love it so much is because it's pretty much outdoor seating there's a little indoor seating but outdoor seating is pretty much open air it's like a little. They have this fountain with fish, koi fish in it, and all these cool like vines, and it's just really cute. Like I'm like I want to have like a little tea party there.
0: Yeah, um, I, I took my mother there. She loved it. That's a it's that's a good pretty. take your mother kind of place.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, great food. Like when you look at their menu, they have like their traditional like Western scramble crab and shrimp scramble, just a plain like French toast type type thing. Of course, you have to have your avocado toast wherever you go. But then you can also get like oatmeal, parfaits, crepes. Um, they have a bourbon, vanilla, Bajan, um, waffle, and then like a crazy quesadilla, which is like scrambled eggs with bacon, like just fun breakfast stuff. And then for lunch, they have their normal just veggies but they have teas sodas and um fresh squeezed drinks It's and they ha- actually have cocktails there as well um so if you're ever in naples go to jane's like i said she's on third avenue and she is amazing or she is the cafe is amazing have a great service and the atmosphere is what brings people in
0: yeah jane's pretty awesome i would Definitely check that place out, but definitely a brunch spot. Yes. Okay. Without further ado, good news of the day. So right now in current events, we got this horrible situation going on in Afghanistan, as Mike was liking to, to point out last week in brief. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is horrible. Uh, let me find the article. Here it is. Okay. So internet artists raises 6 million in one day to rescue Afghans targeted by the Taliban. So this guy, what was his name? Timmy, Tommy, Tommy Marcus. Uh, during the pandemic, he donned the name Quentin Quarantino, which is hilarious. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> a University of Michigan grad. Uh, he started doing memes and stuff, um, and he got like a pretty good following. So he um, launched a hugely successful GoFundMe campaign to fly at-risk Afghans out of the country as quickly as possible. So within two hours, he raised 550000 And now, only one day later, it's it's past $6 million already and still climbing. So good for you, Tommy. Way to step it up. That is
1: amazing. That really yeah. is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some of those videos are just uh, horrific.
1: The videos are heart-wrenching. I'm, yeah. We were laughing because my husband brought it up the whole weekend, and I'm just like... I got tired of like, not tired of hearing about it, but with me and especially in my hormones, if you can't do something to fix or help the problem, don't just talk about it, like do something about it because it's so sad to think that these babies are losing their parents and like what they're going to do to women. And it's just, yeah, it's a lot to take on and to bring into your household and your like life.
0: Yeah. Well, Quentin Quarantino did something about it. So
1: he did. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. If I could raise money, I would donate all of that, yep. which I'm like, he did it. He just started it. I mean, technically I could. Yeah. Tell Mike. <laughs> and We can donate it to help get people out and get them here safely. And it's just like I said, that whole situation is a mess and it's so sad. And.
0: Yep. yep. So if you want to happy
1: people are stepping up.
0: Yeah. So Google him Quentin Quarantino, uh, and look for his GoFundMe. Donate. Help out. Okay, Bree. Uh, anything else we have to talk about
1: this week? Um. No. I think that's really it. Um. I say just keep it moving. We'll have like we're growing. We're loving our listeners. Our followers are increasing. Please. Find us on Instagram. Come check us out on the website now Um, and then ask questions. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us feedback. That's the main thing. We need to know what you want. We just want to like engage with our listeners and, you know, be more involved and active in people's lives.
0: Yeah. And uh, so next week I was thinking about either talking about Veneers disease, which is a type of dizziness. Or, I was thinking about doing uh, electrolytes and alcohol. So, uh, please email me uh, again, com and let me know which one you'd like to do.
1: Um, I think that's it. All Let's right. Go. Well, you finish drinking your wine, I'll finish drinking my water.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Bri, you take care. And uh, this has been Popping Bottles. See you guys next week.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Do you have unexplained pain? Or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions. And now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It's sent to you with free shipping and you get results in two to five days. No physician referral needed. Use the code DPT20 for 20% off. Go to letsgetchecked.com and use the code DPT20.